Hello, I'm Lubna. And I'm John. And this is In Orbit. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We are glad you are all joining us once again for our second episode celebrating Pride Month here in June. How are you, Lubna? I'm very well, thank you. I am very grateful <laughs> right now because the rain gods have been kind and Delhi is having a natural bath of sorts. Oh, that's wonderful. So it's a little break, a break in the heat. Yes, yes. And how about you? What's happening uh, in your orbit, John? I love to ask that question. It was a... <laughs> yes, I do too. I love when you ask it. It's been a it's been a very busy week, but very fulfilling. Um, the heat gods have not been so kind to us here in Atlanta, Georgia. We are in week two of what has been a pretty brutal heat wave Ouch. that doesn't look like it's going to let up anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, but we manage. We... We do what we can. We survive. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that it's it's equally hot in the UK as well, and which is where our um, interviewee join, joined us for this podcast, the second in the mini series celebrating Pride Month. Yes, you spoke with Samantha Fox, who is the chair of KBR's Pride and Allies Employee Resource Group. That's right, John. And um, let me tell you, she is a fabulous person to talk to, amazing sense of humor. And um, as you will listen through this episode, there are a lot of takeaways for basically everybody. Well, I can't wait to have a listen, shall we? Yes, please. Today, we are being joined by the very lovely Samantha Fox, who is the chair of KBR's Pride and Allies group. Uh, last, we had a super cool kickoff episode, Pride Month, with Benny Boucher and Joel Davies. But today, we are welcoming Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Lavna. Hi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And uh, shall we dive right into the questions for this podcast? I, I, I see no reason not to. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell us, Samantha, to begin with about some of the activities that were or are being organized or attended by KBR's Pride and Allies group to celebrate Pride Month. Uh, well, fantastic question. And uh, the first thing to say on that is happy Pride Month, everyone. Um, obviously, the, the month of June is, is acknowledged to be Pride Month uh, from, a, from a global point of view, which means that um, our global community for Pride and Allies uh, is available to do stuff all, uh, you know, in their own different regions, which is fantastic. So one of the first things to mention on that front is that um, we're at a point or just at the point where we're about to launch our Australian chapter and our US chapter of Pride and Allies. Wow. Um, and uh, and to celebrate that, uh, the the Australian chapter, um, which is being chaired by the lovely Joe and Ellen, um, is working on a, a bunch of uh, resources that can be uh, distributed um and hopefully used in all of the different KBR regions, which is um, a, a nice piece of text and, and literature on language um, and the appropriate language to use for the different LGBT uh, members of the community, as well as um, a brief guide as to, you know, what do they all mean? What does trans mean? What do pronouns um, mean and why they're important? Um, they're also working on some Pride and Allies branded Teams backgrounds, and I should have one on now, but I don't. Um, so hopefully they'll be approved and be able to be used um, quite widely soon as well. 
Um, we've also got, as I said, our US chapter. So uh, Gracie, who is our lead over there, um, attended, I think it was yesterday, uh, they, they did a picnic in the park event um, and she went along and had a stall um, which was very wonderfully decorated in sort of all the nice pride colours yeah. um, and, and was there to answer people's questions about pride, their lives and, and hopefully sort of get people uh, recognising that we exist and that they, they're they more than happy, we're, they're more than welcome to come and join us and, and get involved. Um, so that was a really great thing for her to do. Really proud of her. Um, and uh, here in the UK, we've got up at Hill Park Court of the Leatherhead Branch, um, the Pride and Allies flag flying for the very first time at a KBR building, which is absolute a fabulous achievement. Um, and uh, a big thanks goes out to our executive sponsors who, who made that possible for us. Uh, and something else that you might have noticed is our social media branding for KBR yes, has been yes. rainbow washed this year or oh, this year <laughs> for this month. Um, yeah. And again, that's the first time that has happened in KBR history. So wow. um, they look like small steps, small things, but for, for the company and for achievements for, for the Pride and Allies group, it, it's a biggie. So we're very proud of that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think that's about what we've got so far this month. Isn't it? It's not going to be all sort of bells and whistles. Last year, we were able to go to a Pride event, actually, in, in Swindon, Wiltshire. Uh, that, unfortunately, isn't being held this year. Um, so we are going to be holding our horses on that and, and hopefully aiming for something bigger next year. Um, and actually also sort of some global events like um, Mardi Gras down in Australia, um, some event, some events in uh, in the States, as well as obviously here in in the UK, maybe looking at London or Brighton Pride. Uh, so if anybody in a year in advance wants to come and help us um, set that up and, and march with us, we would be very, very welcome. Uh, you'd be very welcome, be very happy to see you. Great, great. That sounds very nice. And yes, I have also really, really loved our little logo, the bright logo of KBR on LinkedIn. That is super cool. Oh, yes, well, you just reminded me. That's another thing we've got. We've got these postcards that you can download oh. um, and, and use on your social media. Um, and if you use sort of the hashtag uh, Pride Month 2022, along with a hashtag for your local KBR area, depending on where in the world you are, um, you can post those on uh, and show your support. Awesome. Awesome. Which brings me to my next question, which is also tied to this one. Uh, which is that as its chair, what are some of the ways in which you engage with members of Pride and Allies and any other fun activities or workshops that you have lined up uh, through this year? Um, so really uh, pleased to say that in the next couple of weeks, we, we're hoping that we'll be able to launch um, a series of uh get togethers social get togethers on teams which we're calling lgbt and talk cool. um and it would just be a drop in uh teams meeting probably for an hour um that we will hold probably on a fortnightly basis going forward as long as people attend and that will be open for members of the lgbtq plus uh community uh allies um, people who are just curious and maybe have a question um, and want to come and chat with someone um, and uh, and just have a social, uh, you know, cup of tea, cup of tea, um, bit of chat and uh, and get to know your colleagues. Right. Um, we'll also be putting on some training courses later in the year, uh, courtesy of Stonewall. Uh, places on those will be limited, but we will be putting out expressions of interest uh, once they're sorted and will include 
topics along the lines of, um, you know, being an ally, a mental health ally to your LGBT colleagues um, and also looking at uh, ways of support, the, the way that SLT um, and leadership and management can support LGBT colleagues and, and members of staff as well. Right. Um, so that I say will be coming up reasonably soon and we'll put something out as soon as uh, as soon as we've got firmed up dates and put and places lovely that sounds like a very interesting lineup I'm feeling excited just listening to it that's super cool activities and initiatives that's very cool and uh, but moving on to you you know getting to know a little about you if you could tell us about your experience of working with KBI and being a member of this group well I've not been with KBI massively long I joined November 19, I think. I'm trying to remember. Wow, COVID's completely um, skewed your perception of time. Um, and I, so I joined uh, the advisory part of KBR, um, I say back in that November, after having worked with Dorset, uh, Devon Cornwall Police um, for a good amount of time. And and that approach to LGBT community that the, the police have uh, and the police LGBT network is incredibly um, well established mm-hmm. uh, in that sector and, and just really flourishes. It really does. Um, so I was very keen when I joined KBR to be able to sort of bring that same sense of normal about a pride network. Um, and certainly I really didn't have a lot of choice when I joined uh, KBR because actually uh, you might remember from the podcast series, the, the one you did last time with Penny, um, she mentions that um, it was originally founded by two people, Simon Parrott and, and Jackie Fox. Now, there's a very good reason why Jackie and I have the same last name, and that's because she's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and she had been working for KBR for a, a good period of time before I started. And actually, it just happened that as she was leaving, I was joining um, and and I wasn't really given a choice. So, yeah, um, that's how I came to be involved with Pride and Allies. Um, and uh, under the watchful gaze of um, of Penny Verger, who was fantastic. And um, I was, uh, yeah, she's a very tough act to follow. But the button was passed to you and you're doing a fabulous job. Thank you very much. Uh, I like to think that at least something's moving forward Um which uh, which is positive. And we've got to keep moving. We've got to keep moving forward. We've got to keep yes. pushing um, the the rights of our LGBT uh, Q plus uh, colleagues and uh, just in society in general. We've got to keep pushing that to the top of the agenda. Otherwise, it 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 slips and and then sort of you know you get a number of years down the line and you turn around and you go oh where did that go. Um, and then you've got so much work to claw back to get it back up to that um, to that prioritization position. And we do it very successfully. Yes. With um, with race and gender, with the Aspire Network, um, with uh, mental health, with OK Now and, and the other ERGs. Um, but this is one that doesn't necessarily sit as comfortably as those other areas there's other topics so it it is one that where we sort of do have to uh, I hate to say push the gay agenda that's definitely not what I mean um but just keep reminding people that this is important as well and actually where you have 
inclusion um, and support for uh, those communities. And it's obvious the others actually follow along, um, you know, much, much more smoothly. So you have to, so you, you know, you, you accept diversity in one area and then it becomes just a habit um, of, of an, as an individual and as a business. Um, so it's important that we recognise and acknowledge all of the, you know, the, the protected characteristics, I think they're called. Um, and, uh, and you know, and we all follow in the right direction and we all benefit from it and we all, um, we all profit. Couldn't agree more. And which also brings me to my next question, which is how important is Pride Month to you personally? To me personally, it's incredibly important. Um, I I was talking to a colleague uh, yesterday, I think it was, and saying uh, that as a uh, a female who identifies as bisexual, um, I am occasionally straight passing, or you know, seem to be straight passing. Which means that sometimes you hear individuals within earshot and sometimes, you know, in a conversation you're a part of will just casually drop in, a, you know, a comment that isn't appropriate um, and it and isn't, you know, is beneath them. They really ought to be more intelligent than that. And when you do step up and say, actually, I'm queer, uh, I'm a member of the LGBTQ plus community and I, I don't appreciate that. Um, it can be really difficult because people suddenly look at you really differently and interact with you really differently. So the importance of Pride Month is that it really enhances visibility and representation and ensuring that uh, queer people are seen. And that's good for both the queer kids coming up, you know, whether they are questioning their sexuality or questioning their gender at this point. Right. Um, and they can see, actually, there is a life for me here uh, and I can be accepted and I can have all the things that everybody else has. You know, I can have uh, a job, a family, a home, uh, all of those, everything that everyone else takes for granted, pretty much. Okay. So that that's great from that point of view. And then also you've got those individuals who sit there and go, mm, there's too many gays on TV these days. Actually, the more you see it, the less obvious it becomes. Yes. Um, and it you just see it as normal. Um, so Pride Month is a great opportunity and you'll see it across um, sort of different media, uh, whether we're talking about Netflix, for example, uh, or the BBC. Um, uh, there is going to be something on there that's saying it's Pride Month. Watch these films, watch these TV shows, read these books or... Um, the the lived experience series as well so if you ever come across um if you're lucky enough to come across a lived experience series where individuals can sit down and just talk about their own experience and their history and how their queer experience and journey has been those things are really fantastic and and you might sit there and say well i'm straight i don't really mind what the lgbtq community do but actually it's important that you do learn this stuff. Yeah. You learn about our history yes. because you need to know um, how to interact with us and not to be scared. Totally, totally. And this is our thought process behind these podcast episodes is to be conversation starters, is to just like, like you said, normalize things. This is our little attempt to do that through 
you know by just talking to and hearing from you know people of the queer community and and back to the you know our workplace which connects us in fact um how important or do you think samantha it is for organizations and workplaces to actually have gender sensitization and i know you touched upon it a little earlier as well but if you could tell me a little more and how uh, does kbr fare in that respect Let, let's start with the, the last question in that set first jerry how does kbr fare um it's it's getting better um and it's it's getting obviously better um i think from a point of view where uh, i i have heard of an instance that occurred a, a number of years ago now but you know still within you know uh the lifetime and experience at kbr of a lot of our colleagues where there was a uh, a trans member of staff who was not treated with the dignity and respect that they deserved um to the point now where we have um within the pride and allies uh board we have two trans individuals um one is based in australia um and the other one is actually our swindon lead um and they are actually finding kbr to be an incredibly supportive place to work they're actually finding it uh being supportive um and uh, and have been very grateful uh, in particular really sweet story so um the, uh, the the individual who's joined at the Swindon office um is a a, a fantastic human being because they're, they're doing a lot of work with us now um but was handed a pride and allies um pin badge or that no their manager was handed a pride and allies pin badge when they first started um and uh and apparently they turned around and said that they that was a, such a sweet gesture and they had never felt so accepted in the workplace before um and coming in as a trans individual which is so lovely to to hear it really is yes yes absolutely um so still work to be done we're still getting there we had mm-hmm. um we had the inclusion of pronouns in our email signatures um a little while ago um again that's a huge step forward for when we're talk discussing gender yes. and we're talking about uh how you address people um and and pronouns are an incredibly important thing uh to to understand and to acknowledge and to use yeah. and i think actually it would be really useful if we if we almost started to get into the habit of um not only starting um meetings at KBR you know with this um what do they call it um safety moments or or social zero yeah, harm, zero harm, harm moments. moment um so not just starting with the zero harm moments but most maybe also go around the table and if you're introducing yourself uh start with my pronouns are so my name is sam fox my pronouns are she they mm. and then the next person who introduces themselves is less conscious about the fact that they then join in and include their pronouns mm. in it um so that that's a, a, an important piece yes it's incredibly, and I say that a lot, incredibly important, everything is incredibly important, um, that we understand that there is more than just uh, the binary genders, you know, male or female, or as we sometimes refer to them, uh, AFAB and AMAB, assigned female at birth and assigned male at birth. And I think people get really confused with the terminology and with the language that we use, because you get the argument that says you can't change your gender. It's not scientifically, medically possible. 
and you're mis fundamentally misunderstanding uh, the fact that sex and gender are two different things. Okay, um, gender expression has always, always been fluid, has always been subject to societal pressures, societal norms, um, hierarchy, uh, religion, um, uh, wealth status, you know, there all of those things influence and impact on gender expression, okay? And actually even to say that sex is binary male or female is still wrong because there are classifications of intersex individuals which may um, express biologically in, in many different ways. So to, for, for the people who sort of sit there and, and say to themselves, well, that can't be right because, you know, their, their biology GCSE said that there is only two sexes. Fundamentally, that's that's halfway the story. But again, it's it's that difference between sex and gender. And we had a fantastic talk last year. Um, and I believe the recording is still available on our SharePoint site by an individual uh, called Matisse Dupont, who, who went through the gender spectrum uh, and did a fantastic presentation on it. Um, so I would definitely encourage anybody uh, who has some queries in that area to go and have a watch of that, uh, have a watch of that or get in contact with us, actually, you know, we're more than happy to, to, to have a conversation with people on, the, on any of this stuff, really. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a very good resource that you've shared for at least the KBR's employees to access, um, to just become a little more sensitive in general. And um, also, which brings me to the final question of this podcast, which is, um, Samantha, what is your message to those who are wanting to be a part of this group of Pride and Allies? What's my message? Where are you? Come, come on. We want, we need, we need your help. Uh, we want to see you. Um, I appreciate that uh, any ERG um, requiring their members to, to roll up their sleeves and pitch in is a difficult ask because we are all so busy. But I'd like to remind people that actually uh, working with the ERGs, whichever one you want to work with, whichever one um, ticks your box, is something that certainly KBR supports as a business um, and and actually is beneficial to the business as well as to the employees. Right. So my advice would be come and have a chat with us. I promise we don't bite. Um, and it's a fantastic opportunity to, to meet people from the other uh, the other regions um who work who work for KBR um to meet some really interesting people at all levels um and actually if there's something that you want to try so um previously we had Dan John with us who was a who was our Swindon lead he although he was a call center um supervisor at the Swindon branch uh he has done he had had done I'm sorry he's he's now left KBR unfortunately um he had done all of our designs um so he designed our SharePoint site he did all of our graphics he did all of our Yammer okay. posts so the 100 plus uh, in the news articles he did all of that for us wow. um and just generally a really very clever chap um but the point is that graphic design and computer design was a passion of his and it wasn't necessarily his job at KBR to do that but this gave him the opportunity to learn from the design people to learn from the comms people uh how to how to do that piece of work 
um, and it benefited us greatly and it's benefited him greatly. In fact, he's, he's now um, gone off to work for a company uh, doing computer game design. Um, so so being part of an ERG, you really need to be, or certainly I, I would be very keen to hear from people who are happy to roll their sleeves up, get stuck in, um, and who are happy to show up, commit and do. Um, and it will be incredibly rewarding for you on the other end of it, I promise. Absolutely. I think that's a great note to end this podcast on, which also sums up our Pride Month at KBR for all the employees and our celebratory episodes, uh, which we end with such a such a, a refreshing and like, you know, en- enriching episode with you, Samantha. I think a lot of people are going to listen to this uh, within and outside of KBR. Uh, they're going to learn so much. I think they're going to get the courage to be active and to uh, approach you guys and be a part of this group. Whoever wants to contribute, I think is welcome. That's what Penny uh, said that, you know, you just need to just go show up and show your solidarity. So thanks a lot. Well, thank you very much for your time. It's been lovely speaking to you. Well, Lubna, I can't think of a better way to close out a very festive and celebratory Pride Month than having listened to that interview. I am inspired and gosh, you just did a really, really nice job. And Samantha was wonderful. Thank you so much, John. You are so very kind. But honestly, (laughs) even I enjoyed this interview a lot and I learned and I'm sure other people would have as well. So many things, uh, especially when she spoke about pronouns, uh, about introducing ourselves first, and then that makes everybody else in the room comfortable to just let everybody know what their pronouns are, like simple things, little changes that are gonna make a huge difference. Yeah, I, I loved uh, the, the recap of all the activities and upcoming events that are happening across KBR, but I, I love that it was, you know, it was educational. It gave, gave a little bit of, a, you know, the differentiation between gender representation versus sex, which I loved. And then also um, her inviting and imploring people to get involved, roll up your sleeves yes. and, and contact the Pride and Allies ERG to, to let them know that, that you know, you want to be a part of that. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's a, a, a helpful and wonderful episode for anyone to listen to. Absolutely. And I think uh, at KBR, uh, everybody's doing a great job being sensitive and talking about these important topics. And I think we will continue to do so in the years to come. Absolutely. If you'd like more information about Pride and Allies at KBR, you can go to kbr.com or search our uh, employee resources groups, which is, I believe, on the Who We Are page. Um, And then there are a wealth of resources out there and available for people wanting to know more about how to uh, get involved in uh, the LGBTQ plus community and being an ally. And um, gosh, this this episode really got me psyched up. (laughs) Lovna, it was wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. And with this, we shall end our podcast. If you have feedback, please, please, please do share it with us. Also, if you'd like to hear uh, us talk about or touch on any other topics, we are very, very open to that as well. Yes, please contact us at inorbit at kbr.com. As always, thanks to Emma for her uh, production expertise. And we'll see you all next time. Bye.